Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea, Lakeland University Studios. And I guess we can call this a football Friday. Brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. There's some football tonight. There was some football last night. Talk about that. Talk about the Packers tonight. Their season begins, preseason at least. Got a lot to preview, including what kind of hat will Kyle Shanahan wear on the sideline for the Niners? You know, Packers and Niners, they've got some preseason history between them. It was at a Packers and Niners game where it was first noticed that Colin Kaepernick was not standing for the national anthem. If you remember that. Yeah. Again, I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. 414 1250 414-677-1250. You can tweet us 1250-AM, the fan, Facebook, and IG. That, uh, clip I played to start the show was Harry Carey singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. We all love Harry Carey, you know, however we feel about the Cubs. It's it's Harry Carey, he's one of the greats. Although that was not Harry Carey, that was a hologram of Harry Carey. And they aired it last night on Fox for the Field of Dreams game, the second one. Cubs beat the Reds 4-2. And I think the main talking point, because both of those teams are no good. I mean, it's a cool moment for both teams. Kind of shake it up a little bit. They did some on-field interviews. Joey Votto was great. Ian Happy heard from. But there was a hologram Harry Carey. And it was gross. It was weird. It's a, they, they got to stop doing this. <laughs> I was just talking to my brother this week, one of my three brothers, about how he was watching um, ESPN had a... E60 or 30 for 30 or one of their documentaries where they had Pete Rozelle and Al Davis talking to each other as if they were alive. They were holograms. They aired this a few years ago. I think I remember a little bit about it, but it was on again. And I said, yeah, dude, this hologram stuff, it's not, it's not right. I don't know why they do it. They're going to, they need to stop doing this before it gets really weird. And then two days after I had that conversation with them, Harry Carey hologram is singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game in the middle of a cornfield in Iowa. It was terrible. It was it was awful. So if you didn't see a highlight of that, do look for it because you need to see the visual. It, 
I don't even know how much it looks like Harry Carey. Who approved that? That's the thing. You see, Fox is doing some weird stuff with their sports coverage. Do you see the night they put the New York Yankees logo and the yeah. Red, Sox Red Sox logo at ground zero? Yeah. They superimposed their logo. I mean, what who who in that de- like who in that department is just given the ability to do whatever they want whenever they want and come up with some of the worst ideas we've ever seen. So that was last night. I did watch a good chunk of that Field of Dreams game. Last year, it was an incredible game between the White Sox and the Yankees. There was a walk-off, and there were eight home runs in the game last year. And I thought, all right, maybe they're juicing this ball a little bit because people are going to be tuned in. Last year's game was the highest and most watched regular season game in 16 years. This year was going to be a little different because they have done it before. Still very cool, but they have done it before. And the teams weren't as good. Yeah, the Cubs are a draw, but both the Cubs and the Reds are maybe 15, 20 games under 500. No home runs last night. Somebody tweeted at me, the game needs more corn sweat. It really did. The corn sweat was not in action last night. So right away, the Cubs were putting a bunch of runs on the board, and the Reds were getting some hits, and it looked like there was going to be an and, and I was feeling it, man. I mean, feel the dreams is a really, uh, I mean, does it hold, does every part hold up? It's a movie made in the 80s. But it's one of those movies that kind of transcends things a little bit. I mean, no other movie, you're not going to do this with any other movie. There's a there's a sense of connecting history. There's a sense of father and sons and sons and fathers. So Field of Dreams has kind of become more than just a movie. And the fact that there's still this field there that you can still play on. Now, the MLB field is not the movie set field, but it's, you know, you throw a baseball down there. It's a pop fly away. From the stadium, like fourth bases to uh, Amfam, but it was cool. It just it wasn't it wasn't the game that it was last year, and it was between two teams that were no good. But it's hard not to watch the spectacle. I mean, they're playing in the middle of Iowa, an, a major league baseball game, eight thousand people, where there's no big parking lot. You're parking in a field. You're driving on a one lane street. I was looking at Google Maps at like an hour before the game to see the traffic. It's all red everywhere. But, it was, you know, it's good. It's good. I, I'm glad they do it. Alex Rodriguez had said something on the post game. I say I watched some of it. I watched the whole thing. I mean, I, I watched the whole thing. I, I don't know. I, I did. But he said it's, it's nice to have a, a night where we celebrate baseball. Celebrate what it is. All too often, and I'm guilty of it a lot this year, Oh, baseball sucks. Oh, this is no good. Oh, why are they doing this? But a game like last night, you know, you just you remember why you love the game so much. So I'm really glad I watched it. I'm glad that they do it. It's kind of a neat thing in the middle of the season, and the Cubs won 4-2. to two. Now, the game that matters to us yesterday was Cardinals-Rockies. Rockies beat the Cardinals, so we're coming into this series tonight. The Brewers are a half game back. And so by tonight, we could be in first place again in the NL Central. The series will be in St. Louis. Also in St. Louis is longtime Milwaukee voice Matt Pauley. And he's going to join us at 830. Matt Pauley did the postgame stuff for the flagship. And the moment that I found out where Matt Pauley was moving to and his new job at KMOX in St. Louis, doing a call-in show on the nights where the Cardinals don't play and doing pre and post on the nights that they do, I said, you're coming on my show August 12th. 
And so, you know, normally I've gotten to this habit of not booking anybody ever. Uh, well, I booked this guy a month ago. So, Matt Pauley, 8.30. All of Milwaukee Radio is talking about it. It's a big, it's a triumphant return. Everyone will be listening. I mean, it's a big triumphant return. Yep. And we got we to gotta be nice. I didn't, dude, does everyone that works for the Brewers listen to this show? Uh, it sounds like they do. Why? Well, when we went there, mm-hmm. everybody knows everything that you say. I guess. And I've been real hard on the Brewers lately. Well, it's they deserve it. But when I go in there, I mean, nobody treats me bad. Exactly. No one treats me bad either. So they must agree with everything we say. Yep. <laughs> they want to say it. They just can't. So I'm... Okay. So we're talking on behalf of them. Okay. Well, I, I need some of those guys to start feeding me some more stuff here. You like, want me uh, to want me to get some info this weekend? Yeah, g- give me okay. give me some more info. Okay. Yeah, give me some more info, and I'll, I'll say it anonymously. <laughs> but the Field of Dreams game was cool. Uh, there was some preseason on. I did watch some of that as well. Look, I love the preseason. And the Packers and Niners play tonight, and we'll talk about that. The Ravens won a game last night against the Titans. The big story there is... Malik Willis had a touchdown. He was supposed to be a first-round pick. He got drafted way late. The Ravens don't lose. I was just about to say that. This is their 21st preseason game that they've won in a row. So if you do, if you are a monster that bets on preseason, if you bet on the games, maybe take the Ravens. 21 preseason games in a row now. And then the Giants beat the Patriots, and uh, it came down to a last-second field goal. And the Giants got the victory. So some good football last night. I mean, it's preseason, but it's football. I was pacing back and forth at the end of that game. Oh, yeah. They made that field goal, you know. Yeah, well, they... The bonus they, coverage. Yeah, they, they wound down the clock, and then they were able to kick that field goal, and, and it was good. So last night you had, you had an interesting night of sports where I was totally wrapped up in sports, but what I was watching was a game that didn't matter in baseball. It was just at a cool setting, and a game that didn't matter in football... But I'm just a degenerate and had uh, money on it in DraftKings, which I did not win. Just five bucks. You, on the other hand, oh, you were living life last night, Tim. Oh, was I ever? Where'd you? You went to the state I fair. I went to the state fair. How long were you there? What did you do? Give me the details. Uh, we were there for probably. That's about, only a couple more days, right? Yeah, state fair? yeah, it goes till Sunday. We were there for. We got there at like, gosh, six, six, and. Okay. There until about nine nine fifteen nine thirty. Wow. 9:30. Yeah, yeah. Walked around, ate some good food. Like what? Uh, let's see what we had. We had some cheese curds. We had sazes. We had. Did you have any of the like fried buffalo, like the weird stuff? Genitals that no. were roasted and then corn no. fried. No. no, 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 no. We didn't have the uh, the this year's uh, Sporky's winner. Didn't have that. Not a big. It's uh, it's like a brat wrapped in a pretzel, deep fried with jalapenos in mm. it. And didn't have that. I'm not a big jalapeno person. I'm not Ooh. a big spice person. Ooh. Uh, had some milk from the old milk. old uh, Bucks Milk Barn, old Herb Cole. Now, I think it's sponsored by actually State Fair itself. Okay. The flavored milk, chocolate, chocolate, uh, chocolate cherry, strawberry, root beer. Flavor. So you went down to the state fair to have some milk? Well, I mean, you got to have milk. It's, you know, it used to be 25 cents. They they bumped it up to a dollar now. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else? Watch. You know, I see there's, you know, if you want to talk about inflation, some of these 
some of these lemonade stands around my neighborhood used to be 50 cents for a cup. They, they're up to a buck, too. Yeah. Yep. Sitting everybody. Uh, watched, uh, they had these um, dogs, dog show, dog jumping show. off into a pool. Oh, wow. Watched a little bit of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was quite quite the night at the state fair. People watch. That was always fun. People watch, yeah. So, didn't have a cream puff. I'm not a cream puff person. Yeah, me neither. Nope. Can't do it. Me neither. I uh, I don't really get down to the state fair. No? Too often. Not a big state fair person or just not at the right time of the month? Um, I don't know. Busy. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a fair person. Okay. I don't know if I'm up for all that because. Yeah. It was a nice night. It was crowded. It was a nice night. I'd say half of the times that I've been to any fair, county or state or whatever, at least half. I end up getting in a fight with uh, what they call carnies. Oh, yeah. I, like, I get in fights with them. Like, not fist fights, but I, I argue with them. Yep. Because their their games are so rigged. Yep. They and then they, like, make so fun easy. of you. Like, pick pick the bottle up with, uh, like, they make it look so easy. Pick the bottle up with a string and in, in a circle. I don't know what you call it, but. Yeah. So I always get in arguments with them. Cause, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know. Because I, I just to, to make their life even more depressing, get some Yahoo getting in a fight with them. Although some people, that's the life they love. You know? They do, they do. Going from state to state, mm-hmm. playing games, making a you know a couple people's of bucks, money, yeah. making people's money, probably pocketing some of that. The, yeah, where does that money go? It's a good question. If I pay five bucks to throw a little ball in a milk bottle, <laughs> it's not going to the state fair. No, I think that's going to them. So they must rent the space. Yeah, and then make their money back. That's they like, probably make a lot of money. They probably do. And then they dress all like raggedy. However, and... like when you do it, you don't actually buy, pay that person there because you have to buy tickets. Oh, now you have to buy tickets, and then oh, right, and so then, then they don't get the any tickets. of the money. So yeah, but okay. I, I bet they get a cut of yeah. whatever sold. Yeah, they probably have to do that now because they were probably pocketing. They didn't get me. I can tell you that we went. We walked through it real quick just because we were like, "All right, let's." We needed to walk off whatever we were eating. Mm-hmm. So, some of those kids, these fairs. You know, the whole point of the fair is really at its core is to show and sell animals that some of these kids mm-hmm. raise. Saw an alpaca. Oh wow! Look at you. Uh, and so some of these kids like. It's nuts what they do. They yep. raise they raise cows. They like become friends with the cow, and they raise them and or chickens, and they're like really close to the chickens. And then they go to the fair, and someone's like, "I'll pay thirty five thousand dollars for that chicken." And they're like, "See ya, Fred." They just sell off their best friend, the chicken. Yep. This is my this is my real peripheral understanding of what works at a fair. <laughs> I mean, I just. The car- carnies are millionaires, and and kids sell their animal friends for thirty five thousand. And then those poor animals go away. Yeah, they get slaughtered, and then yeah, I eat them. It was funny. We were <laughs> we were walking. We're like, "What do you want?" And literally, right next to the Coliseum, where they showcase all these animals, was a place where you can get beef, and a place where you can get chicken. Yeah, they probably they probably <laughs> literally right cut them up right yeah, there. Yeah, literally right there. Chicken sold. Hey, that's dinner in ten minutes. Yeah, you know we, that joke when your food's taking too long. What do they have to kill the cow? Yeah, at yeah. the fair they yeah. are killing the cow, oh. and uh, it's, it couldn't be more fresh. 
That's for sure. 414-677-1250. I want to talk about a lot today. I want to talk about this Brewers-Cardinals series coming up. I want to talk about the Packers and the Niners, that game tonight. I want to talk about the Bucks bringing back the Purple. So much to get into today. This is the preseason. It's the start of the preseason, so it's the anniversary of one of the worst takes that I've had of all time. When in the second year of his career, I said the Packers should cut Devontae Adams. I was not alone. I'll hold myself accountable for that coming up. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea, Lakeland University Studios, where you can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Preseason gets underway tonight for the Packers. A couple of games have already been played, one last week and two last night. The Packers go out to San Francisco. Six years ago in the preseason, Devontae Adams, I believe that would have been his second year. But on September 1st of 2016, I tweeted, if I were the GM of this team, I would cut Devontae Adams or trade him for a six-rounder. I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. I felt like at the time that was very common for a lot of people to be frustrated with Devontae Adams. Devontae, I remember, would catch some of the most, uh, very, wow, Uh, catch some of the most, wow, that really came out, catch some of the most difficult passes that got thrown his way by Rodgers. But then the easy ones, he would just drop. And I had enough of it. I even doubled down on it. Somebody tweeted me, he's that bad? And I said, he looked fine tonight, couple good grabs. Personally, I think he had his chances and I would move on. I also tweeted that on September 1st. Uh, The response was, after two years, I think you can manage to give him one more year. He'll likely be the fourth option behind Jared Cook. Of course, Devontae Adams became the best receiver in the league and uh, probably a future Hall of Famer. Well, he's gone now in the league. Yeah, now he's with the Raiders. Devontae, I'm just tired of hearing quotes from Devontae. First, it was Derek Carr's basically you're going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Now he's trying to talk up Hunter Renfro. Yesterday, he said, I've learned so much from Hunter Renfro. Nobody's trying harder to talk themselves into they that they made the right decision than Devontae Adams. Like that's just what it seems like from afar cuz he knows what's going to happen. Yeah, they'll go 9 and 8 and miss the playoffs. Well, that and he won't have as good of a season as he might have had with Aaron Rodgers. It happens to all Packer wide receivers. Well, this I mean, maybe Rodgers throws him the ball and he has 130 catches here, but he's still going to have over 100 catches in Las Vegas if he I doesn't don't know. get hurt. Yeah, I mean Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, they're great. But there, there's going to be uh, he. Uh, we can bet on that. You want to bet on that? See, but that's a bet that we won't know until January, and you'll probably be burnt out and uh, gone by then. Yeah. <laughs> I can. We can. I can put it down in a folder. <laughs> okay. I should make a folder. Bets with Bart. Uh, Tim Shea thought he was doing like a fun part-time summer job. No. And, uh, he's worked more hours than anybody any summer ever. And we thank you for it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I I'm surprised it. you had enough time to go to the state fair last night. Uh, you know, you got to make time for everything. Must have not been a Brewer game. That's why we didn't. Yeah. You're working this weekend? You're working tonight? <laughs> tonight, tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Monday, Shay. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Look at you. Look I at finally you. have a weekend off next weekend. Next weekend? Starting Friday. So. All right. Well, enjoy it. Don't miss me. And also, uh, don't don't go too far. 
I won't. Something will come something up. Something will come up. Hey, we need you. Yeah, so, something will come up. We're going to... We know you're off, but we need you. <laughs> We're going to need you. So this Devontae Adams tweet I had, it's still, it still is up there. I had it September 1st, 2016, and it's been old takes exposed a couple of times, and I was able to talk with Fred Siegel, who has a new book out, and so he's doing a little bit of a media tour regarding old takes exposed in the book. He, he basically looked at some of the old NFL uh, takes before Twitter and before the internet. And hopefully, you know, it's good to have you on. I just, I want to, I want to be clear that Devonte at the, I, this wasn't his, but I don't want to be that guy that like justifies it and, you know, make it more difficult, but thank you, Fred. And I'm sorry you had to see that tweet. Yeah. Well, I think the worst thing about it is that people bring it up each year and post it and send it to me. Like they found it, like it's brand new when we've been mocking you for it for years. And like you have to go through that each time. Uh, I've, I've already addressed this. Uh, I, I know it was bad then. Devontae Adams had a lot of detractors at that time. Well, yeah, he was dropping a bunch of balls, and he was, he, was, <laughs> he was catching all the impossible catches, and then he would drop all the easy ones. And I tweeted that in his second preseason with Green Bay, and I was just – I had enough. But, again – this is our dependency to want to make a take and and be bold and, and be the first on it so often. I think that what must be the worst for you to to jump on what you're saying with uh, people sending it to you is that sometimes I see on your account, you'll say, I've seen this one. I know yeah. this one. I think it's got to be, I don't know what is worse. When you've already seen a tweet 9,000 times and people think they're the first, or when sometimes I'll say something so minor like, Man, I don't think the Bucks will win tonight against the Pistons. They're down five at half, and then they win. It's like, who cares? This isn't good enough to like old takes yeah, right, expose this right. guy. And then you'll get tagged twenty times for it. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it, if it, that would have to be a playoff game, and they have to be down like twenty uh, for me to post that. So somebody had to at some point. Somebody had to make this account. The old takes exposed, freezing cold takes. How did it end up being you? And do you look at it more of a blessing or a curse that you were the guy that took this mantle <laughs> well, here, Fred? Well, uh, I started it in, in like 2015, not not intending for it to be big, but I started it just to be a counter to sports media people posting their, like reposting their accurate predictions along with uh, self-congratulatory messages to themselves. And I said to myself, someone should be the person who reposts these tweets and quotes where these same media folks turned out to be dead wrong. And I just became that person. Um, I didn't expect it to be big, but I, I would say it's a, it's a blessing because I was able to, to write this book. And I've always wanted to write something in longer form. And I got the opportunity to do that through this. So that's probably the biggest blessing. Now, the, 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 the curse part about it is what you say about is getting tagged numerous, numerous times. Says so many things. Um, my mentions are out of control in that regard. We're talking with Fred Siegel. He's the man behind Old Takes Exposed, and the book is Freezing Cold Takes NFL, Football Media's Most Inaccurate Predictions, and the Fascinating Stories Behind Them. And, I, you know, when I first thought that you wrote a book or when I heard you wrote a book, I thought, and you still might want to do this, just put out a coffee table book with some of the worst tweets you've ever gotten yeah. and profit uh, by doing very little work. But the man did work here. He did his research. So we're looking at just some of the different chapters. Uh, there's a whole chapter about how the Vikings fleeced the Cowboys to get Herschel Walker. Turned out not to be true. There's a whole chapter about how the Niners should trade Steve Young. That turned out that would have been a mistake. 
trade Dan Marino, keep Scott Mitchell. That turned out to be a mistake. I have to think, you know, in all of these chapters, I, I think the biggest area where there'd be research to look at is anything New England, whether it's yeah. when Belichick got hired and everybody was criticizing that, or again with Tom Brady, because Tom Brady, nobody would have thought, you know, you can't find one tweet where Tom Brady comes in for Drew Bledsoe and somebody's tweeting or has an article, this man will play till he's 45 and will win seven <laughs> Super Bowls. That was not going to happen. If anything, it was always like, well, I want to be the one that says Tom Brady's done. I want to be the one that says Tom Brady's not going to have it anymore. So that has to just be a gold mine of things to try to find when putting together a chapter on New England. Yeah, I have two chapters on New England, and I could have had I could have probably wrote a whole book on them. But I, I wrote I wrote a chapter on Bill Belichick when he was hired, and the whole month that he was being uh, the media were piling on him because he quit the Jets head coaching job after like one day early January. Then he took three weeks to extricate himself from the Jets contract, and then be hired by the Patriots. So during that whole time, he was getting um, criticized. And then there's also the chat. I do a chapter on the Patriots from 2001 to 2005, like with Tom Brady, not just the year Tom Brady came on to be the quarterback when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, but then the next season they didn't make the playoffs, the Patriots. So, so it was like, it was Tom Brady was an aberration. Then they won back to back the years, the next two years. But I do have a lot of stuff. I think the Packers are probably represented the most in the book. I have, stuff on Brett Favre when Brett Favre was hired. Uh, I mean, Brett Favre when they traded for Brett Favre and when Mike Holmgren was hired. Um, and stuff about Reggie White and free agency. How nobody thought that anybody would sign with Green Bay when unrestricted free agency started in 1993. And Reggie White debunked that immediately. And there was a, a post about Aaron Rodgers. or uh, Not a post. A clip from Todd McShay, where he said Brian Brom has more upside than Aaron Rodgers. That's when Brian Brom was drafted in 2008. There's also a chapter about Tony Mandrix, who was, <laughs> I mean, you want to look at a bus. It's just, it's interesting that because the Packers for better or for worse do have a lot of these things that are ripe for getting old takes exposed. You had Tony Mandrix, who was drafted uh, way higher than he should have been. He ended up sucking. Uh, Brett Favre, <laughs> Ron Wolf for some reason thinks the third string quarterback of the Falcons is going to be the guy that's going to turn their franchise around. And, and he was right. There's one passage here. Uh, Jay Lilge wrote, it's pronounced Farve, which comes all too close to farce or barf. Like he's like, he just invented comedy rhyming comedy. Um, I know there's a chapter, like you said, of the stuff about Reggie white, the Aaron Rodgers stuff when Farve left. Yeah. And they, a lot of people thought that the Packers were trying to replicate like what they did to Favre by drafting Rodgers in 2005. Now they're doing the same thing by picking this guy Brom in 2008, and Brom turned out to be a, a complete bust. I mean, I don't even think he lasted more than a year, and I, I don't even think he got the second-string job when he came into camp. Matt Flynn took it from him, and Matt Flynn was a seventh-round pick. Fred Siegel, Freezing Cold Takes, NFL, the book available now, football media's most inaccurate predictions and the fascinating stories behind them. Do you still get, uh, I guess, excited when somebody gets exposed and it completely wrecks their world? 
Like I, it's part of the, you know, it's part of the job. You're going to say some things wrong. I remember one of my colleagues got, I don't remember the tweet, but he got old takes exposed. He got, he got retweeted by you and it like, he was distraught and he fought back on it and he was a mess for days. And I, I tried to tell him like, you've got to embrace this. It's an, it, take it in good stride. And he just couldn't believe. And he wanted to battle and he tried to give you all this context. And he, he was like, it was just like, it, it wrecked him. It wrecked him. And even yeah. with how long you've been around and people kind of understand the thing, there are still some people that it just, they will not let it be the fun that it should be. They will, they will try to justify it still to this day. Like, no, you guys, Devonte Adams, I'm telling you, he, he couldn't he, like, I let it go. I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> to be fair, he was hurt. So, uh, but I mean, I I never thought that it would have that big of an effect. It could have that big of an effect on people, but I would I would think that as a journalist or a radio commentator, that you'd be able to understand that that numerous people aren't don't like you and don't think much of you. So even if you if I posted something like that, they'd be able to handle it because that's the nature of your job. No, we're very but, fragile. Very fragile in this business. We all have an, the 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 thinness of our skin is unbelievable. It may be. It may. I also think that he, that I feel like you guys get more backlash from when you make the take, from then when he we talk about when it's wrong. Like you talking about how the Brewers aren't going to make the playoffs. I feel like that's going to get more backlash than if they make the playoffs and then I post that. Yeah. You're talking about it now. Everybody goes nuts. Oh, what are you talking about? You're negative. I just, uh, I just, I just like the attention. So I'm going to keep trying to fire off bad takes (laughs) and hope you uh, retweet me again. Again, the one that I always get got with, and I kept the tweet up. You don't have to screenshot it. I kept it up. If I were the GM of this team, I'd cut Devante Adams or trade him for a six rounder. I don't think that will actually happen, but I would. So I'm looking forward to now that he's with the new team, (laughs) Uh, the Raiders. Now this can come up again for Raiders fans to see, and I'll get all the attention, <laughs> and I'll my feelings will be hurt once again. So I'm looking forward to that for for sure. Yeah, and I'll get posted. It'll get tagged to me numerous times. Yeah, maybe I see if I deleted the tweet, that actually be doing you a favor. So maybe I will oh, delete yeah. the tweet. Definitely. There's one tweet from the Nationals, the Washington the Nationals, that said something about Patrick Corbin. Making fun of the people who 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 talk said that they shouldn't sign him for six years, and I get tagged that every time Corbin starts and pitches bad. The favorite we have in Wisconsin is uh, LeBron James when he said two down, two to go at CP three. <laughs> but, but I mean, like that's not even. I don't even know if that's a prediction. <laughs> yeah, that's just a fact. That's just you won two, you have two more to win. Or else he would have just said two down. Two board, they're going to win two more, and they're going to win the, the championship. Yeah, that, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I, I could look at that a different way. Fred, appreciate the time. The book is hilarious. It's funny. I hope people get their hands on it again. Freezing cold takes NFL football media's most inaccurate predictions and the fascinating stories behind them. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work and leave me alone. All right, thanks, Mark. That's not a prediction. That's. A spoiler. So thanks to Fred Siegel for joining us. Great Midwest Bank hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Yeah, he wrote a book. Whenever I have guys on that uh, write and wrote a book, 
I do try to throw the title out there 17 times because I don't want to, you know, that's, you know, they come on to promote the book. Jeff Passan was on the show once. He wrote a book called The Arm. But I had booked him, like, separately, not knowing he was doing a tour. And then uh, Passan had texted me after, like, mad that I didn't promote his book. And I had to, like, it was weird. I don't think I still have the text. I probably should have saved it. Oh, well. Mike the Painter, you should write a book. Yes, I should there. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. This hallway. It should be called. Hear me better. It should be called how to make it look like I'm painting when really I'm listening to 12 hours of a radio station all day. That that would be a good book. Yeah, I would read it. That'd be a top seller. That would be a New York's bestseller. I'd buy it. I'd buy it too. Yeah, Tim. Jeez. Can we can we stop talking about Devontae Adams since he's not on our team anymore? And let's talk about what we do have. And yeah, the, Sammy Watkins, the sensational, the sensational rookie Romeo Dobbs. Should I make that same Devontae tweet, but for all the other guys we have right now? Like, if yeah, I were the GM of this team, I would cut or great. trade Alan Lazard for a six-round pick. If I were the GM of this team, I would cut or trade Randall Cobb for a six-round pick. Maybe that's what I'll do today. That's what you could do. And then there'll be superstars. Yeah. Because I think we do have some really good talent, and I think they're going to be pretty good wide receivers. And I think Aaron Rodgers has embraced the fact that he's got a short time left to win a Super Bowl, so he's going to help these rookies along a lot more than he was in the past. Hey, what's Mike the Painter sit down and watch tonight? You got Brewers, Cardinals, or you got a preseason game? I'll be flipping back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, probably. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. I wonder what, like, uh, I wonder what bars are showing. Will bars, because the bars probably. A combination. Yeah, but like the main bar TV. Brewers. Well, no. Yeah, probably Brewers. No, Brewers. The main yeah, bar Brewers. TV. A bar that I go to does. It's, They'll show, it's if it's Brewers the season. It's Cardinals Brewers, and this is preseason with really no starters playing. So, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, it but if you're going to get out with friends and go, go to the bar to watch the game, it's more likely going to be a football game than baseball, even if it is preseason. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I think that. I'm going main, to the corner stop tonight, I think, watch. and they'll probably have Packers on. My corner. You know bar. more than I do. I I don't go and hang out in bars anymore. So it's been a long time. So oh well, that, so. I'm drunk. So yeah, I'm not a lush and I don't drink. So oh. yeah. Well, they have like I'll dry bars, don't they? Or those are just called like yeah, Paneras. I guess that's just you know you can if have you want di- that atmosphere. You can have a kitty cocktail. Yeah, you know, but yeah, but, Diet Coke. But yeah. I don't like I don't like a lot of people so. Mm. I'm kind of like you. I don't like crowds mm. all that much unless it's something big. So, okay, yeah, I'll be at home watching. Okay, but let's 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 talk about these rookies that are going to be performing instead of uh, past players. Yeah, let's 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 break down the let's break down the rookies. Anyone you're really interested yes, in, Mike? Please. I, I'm really or you want you just want you want to talk about it, or you want me to break it down? 
no, you can break it down after I get off the phone, and I'll listen. Cause oh, you have I, to, I probably won't do that. Some con- you got to have some content for the next uh, three and a half hours. No, I'm kind of just going to – I got Monday and Tuesday <laughs> off. This last day I have to work in a few days. You're I'm gonna, really burnt out from going it. to New York for a gal show and going to Canton. <laughs> I'm probably just going to coast today. Yeah, you, you do have a, a, a trying work schedule. Well, I actually did for once in my life. You guys think I went to Cannes on a vacation? I was go, 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 go the whole time. Hey, it was for a good reason. So Absolutely. You did a great job. Well, thanks, Mike. You have a good day. That's what I was fishing for. You have a great day. Bye-bye. See you, buddy. Bye. Mike the Painter. All right. uh, He wants us to break down the rookies. I guess we'll try. We'll do that coming up. 414-677-1250. In any new flat hats this year? Or Ooh, what? that's so right. Just How's sit, the hat? sit back and wait and watch. Yeah, the hat game. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the red one to come back. I, I have such beef with them right now. Um, they, oh. yeah, they, 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 they yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. It, what it's happened? It's a tough issue going oh, on. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. What, what yeah, happened? They won't let me pick out my own one. Oh. They won't let me wear uh, any one that's from a different year, so I can't wear, like, Ooh. an older one. I got to wear the new ones that, that they give this year, and I'm unfortunately, there's none I like wearing. So, All right. Well, uh, ho- hopefully we can figure it out. When you say I got to wait till salute to service. I'm going to fire off a nasty letter to when, somebody about this. Now, are you saying, uh, is this the league? No, I mean it's it's just deals. I don't want to go too hard. I got you, man. Anything, but That's trust okay. me, like trust a... me. I've I'm upset about. Okay, it. okay. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Right, I'm right. glad at least we know that. Yeah. That's good to know. Now we need to know. What, well, an angry Kyle is probably a good Kyle. Though, yeah, maybe right? that's good for the motivated. end result. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the Niners, on the Murph and Mac podcast, talking about the kind of hats that he wants to wear on the sideline and he can't wear the hats that he wants to wear on the sideline. And he didn't sound like he was joking. He sounded like he was mad. I'm going to check real quick. Is Murph and Mac on Odyssey? Uh-oh. It's not. I just promoted a podcast that's not on Odyssey. Well, you can pack your bags. Exit stage left. Yeah. All that means is that I have to double down on promoting the podcasts that are on Odyssey, such as Big Time Baseball. Big Time Baseball. Check out 2400 Sports MLB coverage with Big Time Baseball. Former players Cody Decker and Tony Gwynn Jr., along with MLB insider John Heyman, sit down every week to cover all the moving parts of Major League Baseball on the field in the clubhouse, and in the front office. These guys have you covered with complete breakdowns of every team and individual player worth noting on a week-to-week basis. Make sure you keep an eye out for new episodes of Big Time Baseball every Monday, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Why are we doing that? Shut up. This is my biggest pet peeve with this this Odyssey thing. If you're going to promote a podcast on Odyssey, promote it on Odyssey. Don't say in wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. People know how to find podcasts. There's a hundred different places that do podcasts. If you want them to go to Odyssey, say, go to Odyssey. Or wherever you get your podcast. Kenny Maine. Hey, Maine. Hey, Maine. Hey, Maine. Go to Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast. Well, why is Odyssey paying you more money than I'll ever see in my career so that you can throw in wherever you get your podcast? Okay, this has been boiling up a little bit. 
A little bit of a pet peeve. All right, Mike the Painter wanted me to break down what I expect from the rookies tonight. So here are the rookies. Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt. They'll probably play a little bit, right? I'm excited to see those yeah, guys. They'll probably play a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much these guys are going to play. Matt LaFleur was with a group of veterans the other day, like 20 veterans that basically are not going to play. I I expect the bottom of the roster. like Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt, these guys that are going to make the team, I don't know how much they're going to play. I guess it'll be interesting to see how they line up the offensive line at first and then how long those guys play. But I think you're going to see a lot more Samari Torrey than you will Romeo Dobbs. You know, the guy they drafted in the seventh round from Nebraska than the guy everybody loves in the fourth round. Although I am going to play Dobbs in my in my draft games Draft-ins. tonight. Yeah, and I'm going to play Jordan Love. You got it. He'll probably play the whole game. How did you do last night with the games? I did not cash. Okay. I came pretty close. But I did not actually cash. I had a few guys that did score touchdowns. I didn't. I didn't put the proper amount of time into it that I needed to. Tonight you will. Tonight I. Tonight I'm going to spend the afternoon doing research. Okay. Yesterday I just looked on Twitter real quick for some daily fantasy I accounts. Need to, I need to join. If I join, you'll benefit, right? Like if I if you give me some sort of code. Oh, if you join DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't joined yet. So. Oh yeah, I get like. Ten bucks. Okay. All right. We'll work on that code then. I've got all these like apps that I have that I could throw codes out, like uh, apps that Bart twenty two. Well, it's like apps that it's like it's like coupon apps, like Abada and you know these apps. Yeah. You take pictures of your receipt and then yeah. you get money back. Yeah. <laughs> do you do those? No, I do. But it. I see them. Yeah. So I do them. So I, I can like. I, I do have this, them saved, so if I do, I know you have a certain amount of time. You have what saved? Some receipts. Oh. Yes. Like, I'll buy them off of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a code that I can put out there, but it's not like, is it worth it? Because then they only give me, like, 25 cents, and then is that worth it to, look, to like, be begging for referrals on Twitter to sign up for Fetch Rewards? I don't know. But I do it. Hey, if there's my philosophy is if there's money out there that people are just giving away, then I'm going to go try to take it. That's my philosophy. If there's money out there that people are giving away, you're going to go get it. I'm going to go try to take it. Yeah. Like when we went to the Brewer game, they had coupon books. Yep. Oh, you took it. I took one because there's $20 free play to Potawatomi. And so I went to Potawatomi instead of staying at the Brewer game. Yeah, I should have. Five. And I put some money in, and I won off my $20 free play. I won $0.38. Cents. I should have followed in your footsteps. But that's $0.38 cents I wouldn't have had. I really thought they were going to throw a no-hitter. Yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. I told Tim I was leaving because we got there. The game was at 110, but we, we got, got there, there Wednesday so at like 1045. And we got to go throughout all the bowels. It's interesting at Miller Park or uh, AmFam. Every room that's not being used, the lights are off because they don't want to spend money because they're cheap Mark antennas. You know? They turn the, all the lights off. Everything's unplugged. Yeah. They, they, can't, they can't waste money. They can't waste the electricity. How else are we going to sign they're next year's Andrew McCann? They're listening. <laughs> well, that's good. I, I, that one I got fed to me. Someone, someone text me, hey, Bart, talk about how the lights are always on. 
So, Mike, I think that we're going to wait to break down the rookies and how they play in the preseason until we see the rookies and how they play in the preseason. I guess what I'm expecting more of tonight, and I am excited for the game. Like, I'm excited to watch Packer football. I'm excited to see them play. Although, I don't know. I, I wonder how much they play some of these guys. Because it's not like, I mean, Romeo Dobbs is going to be on the team, but it's not like he's ever played in the NFL before. So maybe he does get a good half or three quarters. You know, I, I'd like to see that list of who uh, they don't think might be available. I'll dig that up a little bit later. But Packers of the Niners tonight, 7.30 is the kickoff. If you are not in the area, the broadcast area, you will be able to watch it on NFL Network. Uh, the game starts at 7.30. They're also airing a game at 5, so I don't know if they're going to bounce right to it or take it in progress, but you will be able to watch it. And then the Packers have the Niners tonight and the Saints next week and the Chiefs the Thursday, two Thursdays from yesterday. And then that's the preseason. The one thing I don't like is they take a week off in between. So there's three preseason games and then a week off, which you can watch college football over Labor Day, but there's no NFL. They take that week off. That I can't wait for. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really fun. There were some games last night that I can talk about. I think the highlight that was the biggest play of the night was Malik Willis gets his first NFL touchdown. Into the backfield, Willis runs to the right, chase to the left. He's going to try to run for the corner, and he's going to squeeze in for the touchdown. Stephen Means was tracking him down. So see how excited they are about that? I mean, that's that's a huge uh, play. But Malik Willis out of Liberty, he was projected to be a first-round quarterback pick, and then he did not get picked until the third round, I think it was, by Tennessee. They, of course, have Ryan Tannehill. Everybody's, like, down on Tennessee. Everybody has the same thought on Tennessee. Remember, the Packers were the one seed in the NFC last year. Tennessee was the one seed in the AFC. This was the one seed in the AFC last year. But you think Chiefs, you think AFC West teams, you think the Bills, then maybe you think the Bengals who were in the Super Bowl, and then maybe, maybe, maybe you think Tennessee. But everyone thinks that Tannehill's going to suck and they're going to go like 8-9. and nine. I can't find anybody with a different opinion than that, except maybe in Tennessee, maybe the Jared Stillmans of the world. The Tennessee Titans are, quote, open to winning 10 games this season. So maybe that. The Ravens won last night 23-10 over Tennessee. I bring that up because they've won now 21 straight preseason games. 21 straight preseason games. So if you're going to bet on a preseason team, uh, you might want to take the Ravens to, to win. Maybe even to cover. This dates back to 2016. It is the longest streak in the preseason in NFL history. The Packers had a 19-game win streak from 1959 to 1962. So the glory days of Packer football did not just extend to Super Bowls and World Championships. They also won in the preseason. Another game last night was the Patriots and the Giants. The last second field goal from 10 yards out gives the Giants the victory over New England. I saw some of this game where they were talking about, because the Patriots don't have an offensive coordinator. They haven't named one. But they have Matt Patricia, who's working with the offense, former Lions coach, and they have Joe Judge, who's working with the offense, former Giants coach. And it looked like, to start the game, one of the guys was working with Brian Hoyer. That might have been Patricia. And then Joe Judge was working with the backup. And Belichick was asked, so both of these guys had a role You've got two former head coaches that are running your offense. You don't have an offensive coordinator. Who is going to be calling the plays? Do you know if one will call plays when the regular season arrives? 
Yeah, well, don't worry about that. We'll, we'll work it out. So have you decided? We're going through a process. <laughs> He's in mid-season form. Yeah, so Belichick right away is uh, is is on it. Can you imagine if like the Packers head coach were ever like that? Like that's how that's how I, I don't know. And they Le- put up with it. Lafleur kind of sneakily is like that. He kind doesn't of, say yeah. anything. No, he doesn't. But... He says the same things all the time, and they all laugh at him. I, do you, would you expect those people to be laughing? Oh, no. You could tell. I mean, the New England Patriots beat reporters have been dealing with Belichick for 20 years. The Packer beat reporters, some of them still want to be Lafleur's friend. I mean, some of these guys laugh after his answers like they're getting tickled. It's it's wild. So, Packers Niners tonight, want to talk to you about your anticipation for that, if it's more or less than in years past. As I think I might be a little more. I'm really, I'm really curious to see what a Jordan Love preseason looks like. I would be, but those Brewers have a big, big, big game. Yeah, tonight. wrapped up in the Brewers. Brewers Cardinals start tonight as well. Matt Pauley, formerly of the flagship here, now at the flagship there. He'll join us 8:30. Ryan Horvat at nine. The Bucks are going purple. More coming up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.